Welcome back, everybody. Our last day on Alaska Destination Living with Epilepsy. Our final Alaskan episode on Alaska Part 5 Arrival in Vancouver, British Columbia. I'm back here with my darling wife, Julia. How you doing, sweetie? I'm going fine. Alright, so how you been thinking about and when you thought about our trip so far in Alaska before going to Vancouver, British Columbia? I liked it a lot. Yeah, me too. Uh, uh, now, Vancouver, we arrived and we went to see a very beautiful garden called Bouchard's Garden. So a little bit of fun fact history about Bouchard's Garden before we start telling you a little bit about it. It was a cement quarry uh, back in the early 1800s. Uh, then a man named Robert Bouchard, uh, full name Robert Penn Bouchard, uh, born 1856, died in 1943. But in 1900s, I think 1904, uh, he became a quarry owner, a cement quarry to be specific. Uh, also, he married a Jenny, a lady named Jenny. Uh, forget her last name, it didn't specifically say, but she became Jenny Bouchard, and she is born in 1866, died in 1950. Uh, his birthplace is in Ontario, at some point, the quarry, uh, Jenny wanted to transform it to a garden. She was a big activist on nature and wildlife, uh, so she wanted to make her own little garden. She, they had her own little home that they had right in front of the quarry, and she wanted to start her own little garden. At first it was just a simple garden in front of the house and nearby was the quarry where her husband uh, worked. Later on, after they passed away, uh, the quarry and the site was inherited to her children and grandchildren and it moved on and they continued the tradition and transformed the quarry to a beautiful garden with magnificent flowers that Jenny and her husband traveled around the world, uh, such as uh, subtropical pl uh, plants like hibiscus, birds of paradise, etc. Uh, plants and flowers that you won't uh, see growing and cold climates such as a place like Alaska because birds of paradise, hibiscus, those you would find in Hawaii, Florida, the Caribbean, that kind of places. But she started hiring uh, people who knew how to grow those kind of plants and those kind of climates in a huge massive uh, greenhouse if you want and then transformed it to be the garden what we see today uh, so now it is currently owned by 
the great granddaughter. Um, I believe her name is Robin Lee Clark. Uh, she is the great granddaughter of the Bouchard family. She is currently living in Vancouver, uh, Victoria, Canada, which is where the park is. And she is the director, manager, and oversees everything uh, around the park. So that's a quick history about uh, the park. And uh, Julia, what did you think about the Bouchard's Garden Park? It was very beautiful. Very, yeah, it was very beautiful. Anything particular that you actually uh, enjoyed about that park? I mean, we went at night. Uh, it was a night tour, but we didn't I get to see it during the day, though. That's the only thing that was uh, negative about it. Um, just the flowers and just the beautiful scenery. Yeah, the scenery was nice. They had a little cafe. Uh, that we got to sit down for a while. The only thing I didn't like was, like I mentioned, it was a night tour. We only got there for like an hour before leaving. So we didn't get to do so too much. No, no. And uh, so uh, I had a message on WhatsApp from a friend asking me. He couldn't wait to hear the story, so that's why I'm doing this right now. And also... You always bring up this story about my famous Huckleberry Jam story. Oh my god. Yeah, oh my god indeed. Alright, so. The Huckleberry Jam story. Try to make this short. So here in South Florida, we had no idea, no clue what Huckleberry Jam is. Now, you're out towards the Northwest, you probably would know exactly what on earth Huckleberry Jam is. So, we're in a gift shop at Bouchard's Garden, and I see this Huckleberry Jam. I'm like, well, this is interesting, you know. It's small. Yeah. And this was like a little bit after the 9-11 era. So, you know, you needed like, I think, 2.5 or mm-hmm. 3.0 ounce, right? Yeah. Somewhere around there. It wasn't that big. It was small. Yeah, it was very small, right? right? So, okay. No problem. Just put it on with the carry-on and... No problem. Right. Right? Okay, so, tour's done. Get on the cruise. No problem. Cruise leaves Vancouver. We arrive in Seattle. Okay? Hop off the boat. Fast forward, we get on to, uh, uh, get off the plane, uh, the plane, sorry. Get to, get to the airport. We get to the airport, we got to see a little bit of Seattle, got to see the Space Needle and so on. Not a long time because we had to hop on the plane. Okay, so, I'll go into the airport and security says, what is that? Huckleberry Jam. Mm-hmm. What? Huckleberry Jam. <laughs> what? <laughs> Huckleberry Jam. Hmm. I mean, this is Seattle, Washington State. Not not Florida. And, you know, it's not Florida. It's not Los Angeles. It's in the Northwest. So, obviously, it's... I'm sure they grow it somewhere in the mountains. They gotta sell it. 
They gotta know this stuff. Okay, sir. So we have a lady as you know, the customs agent. Today's my birthday. Even though you're not supposed to carry this kind of stuff, I'll let you go. Because it's my birthday. Yeah, because she said, it's because it's my birthday, I'm going to be nice and let you go. But when you get to L.A., they're not going to be so nice. Yeah, she wasn't kidding. So, alright, go on a plane in Seattle. Arrive in L.A. about two and a half or so hours. Okay? Go through customs again. And you get a dude. So I try to show my happy face. Hello, sir. How you doing? You know, try to act like the idiot. And he's like, what is that? Uh, Huckleberry jam? What? Huckleberry jam. What the hell is Huckleberry jam? Uh, how am I supposed to explain this? Uh, it's a cross like from a raspberry and a strawberry. And it's kind of funky looking round shape. Yeah, uh, and he looked at me. I had no idea what the hell an Huckleberry Jam is or whatever this thing is. Uh, sir, it, it, it's only 2.5 ounce or 3.8. It's too big. Either you got to put it underneath the seat of your plane inside your suitcase or you got to throw it out. Uh, okay, no problem. I'll put it in my suitcase underneath the plane. Okay, so I turn around. There's like 300 people behind me. And I go, yeah, okay, that's not happening. We got aboard in one hour. It's not happening. Uh-uh. So after being escorted right past everybody, I said thirty-five dollars in a shoe. Lost thirty-five bucks. At the time, I wasn't laughing. Now I kind of have a kick out of it. Yeah. So I believe you're the one who said the next time. Uh-huh. What do I do the next time? Say, it. go ahead, say it. Let the people hear. Put it in your suitcase. Yes, ma'am. And trust me, the next time I go anywhere on earth, on any trip, cruise, plane, car, no matter what, it will go in my suitcase. I promise you that. Well, when we go to Yellowstone... Yeah, in the near future. Near future. We do do... You bring jam back. Mm. This time, you put it in your suitcase. You're damn right, and I will. I promise you that. And if I forget, please remind me, sweetheart. Because I'm sure you can get Huckleberry Jam in Yellowstone. I'm pretty sure you can. I'm pretty sure you could get some sort of bizarre jam. Yeah, Maybe like, uh, I don't know, Bullfrog Jam or something. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, or Yak uh, yak Sauce or something. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm just making up stuff. Uh, so, anyways, that's our final Alaskan cruise, living with epilepsy. See you next time on our next trip. Who knows where? Take care. Peace. Bye.